Monday Matinee presents Revenge of the Battle Axes, Part 1. God bless us in all our endeavors to the Celestial Seven. have a name. It's Nadira, in case you've forgotten. Look, I'll remember your name when you show me you're worth remembering. Did you need something, or am I here for more abuse? You'll do as I say, and be whatever I need as long as you're in my employ. Employ would mean I get paid. You have shelter and food. That should be more than enough for you to show a little gratitude. Fine. Thank you. Was that it? No. You're working the back room tonight. What? But the market of meat has just opened. You know you'll need me to keep it filled as these slobs eat and eat. For some reason, no one is eating tonight. All that meat just sitting there. I pray that Oxo won't be offended that our tribute is left uneaten. May the God of abundance be merciful. Let me see if I can encourage them. You can swing your hips for the pretty boys later. A group of adventurers rented the back room for a private party. Here? Real adventurers? Are they on a quest? Seems they've had a little bit of luck and thus cause for celebration. And they paid in advance. So you're to give them whatever they want. Do you understand? I understand. Whatever they want. I said I understand. Then get to work. And and do it with a smile. Of course. (sighs) I swear by the seven I'll learn to stop feeding straight hands. I did. I swear I did. That's impossible. You're so... And and he's so... I know. And yet it happened. She's lying. Tell me this is a lie. Sadly, it's all true. I saw with my own eyes. Sometimes I still see it. Even when I close them. I'll tell you this for true. That's the last time he ever insulted an orc. I should hope so. Ladies, we have a visitor. I'm sorry for interrupting. My name is Nadira, and I am your servant. I I mean, I'm your serving girl for the night. Nadira. Hmm, interesting. Originally the name of a princess from the Palafar Kingdom far to the north. Is that where your people are from? I I really don't know. I I grew up rough. Trust me, you got off easy. I was from a litter of seven. Peace and quiet was something other people had. The one thing you couldn't steal. Hey, come on, the girl just met me. In truth, she hasn't met any of us. Can we be civil for a moment? Fine, fine. My name is Fendi, and as long as my tankard never gets below half, we're going to be boon companions. I'm known as Chlorine Baconskin. 
I'm sorry, did you say bacon skin? I did. Why? Something you want to ask me, little one? Oh, no. No, ma'am. My drink is ale, and I require lots of it. Noted. Don't be concerned. Her bark is much worse... Uh, I was going to say than her bite, but her bite is quite fearsome. <laughs> my name is Nikki Zanily, and it's my honor to meet you. No, it's not, but thanks for the kindness. What can I get you? Any kind of fermented berry would be much appreciated. So, wine. Ah, yes, please. I've been given the title of Luxuriant Pearl, but my companions only use the latter part. Then Pearl, what can I get you? Nothing. Thank you. The universe will provide all that I need. (laughs) No, it won't. The universe cares for neither you nor your needs. I'm connected to the spiritual pull of Gaplin. What I need will be provided. Yes, you spacey wood nymph. And this is the person who provides the things we need in exchange for money. Put away your higher self and tell the poor girl what you want to drink. In that case, rum please. The spicier, the better. I know just the cask. Leaving me for last, of course. Cynthia Rose. But sin is fine. I've somehow found myself the leader of this band of mischief makers. I wonder which of the seven gods you angered for that to happen. (gasps) I'm sorry, did I say something wrong? No, it's fine. (laughs) No harm done. Mead's so thick it can stand without a mug. I'll do my best. Is it true that you are adventurers? We are. And we have just completed an epic adventure. And so we celebrate with wine, women, and song. Please don't start singing. I'll have you know that my voice has been described as operatic, hypnotic even. People are drawn in. (laughs) Yeah, most of them pleading for that poor dying animal to be put out of its misery. What did you do? Did you have to kill a dragon? No, not this time. Not a fan of dragons. The meat tastes too sweet. You've eaten dragon flesh? The book says it's highly toxic. I don't know about toxic, but I was farting flames for a few days. (laughs) That is disgusting. It's why I started wearing kilts. Got tired of burning holes in my breeches. (laughs) We're long overdue for a subject change. The girl wishes to hear the story. We should tell her. We'd gotten word about a cache of treasure. How do you get word about something like that? That was me. People tell me all kinds of things. Some they probably shouldn't. I mean, do you know where the Duke of Rancina has been spending his nights? I don't. Nor will you. Can we stick to one story at a time, please? In addition to the treasure that was supposed to be there, it was said that the place was cursed. No living being who went in ever came out again. Who says that it has to be a curse? Maybe they found the perfect place to live out their days. You've been there. You already know how terrible it is. Yes, but we shouldn't just assume and throw around words like cursed. There's the magic we know and the magic we don't. It's not right to presuppose intention on it. Wow. You're just in your own little world there, aren't you, Nikki? The confidant, her name was Arbarius Vix, not that it matters, but she told me that it was an abandoned temple. And she lied. We don't know that. Temple? Yes. Abandoned. 
Hell no. She might have just been wrong. Or stupid. That's a possibility. Likely, really. What was in there? Spirits of the long departed. You can just say ghost. What's wrong with a little dramatic effect? The ghosts were only in the first part of the temple. There was more than one part? Oh, yes. Most of the sacred sites are built in three segments. Antechamber, gathering hall, and sacred space. The last of these is only for the holy servants or those touched by the divine. It's also where they keep the sweet, sweet loot. (laughs) Which means lots of smiting to be done. I see all your frightening bladed weapons, but how do you fight ghosts? Pearl came up with that. In my travels, I learned that metal left in haunted places took on the properties of the spirit realm, absorbing their ethereal essence. I call it Elridge Iron. If you sharpen your blades with it, you can cut ghosts. Bonus? If you wrap it around your knuckles, you can punch a wraith in the face. Blam! (laughs) So you slashed and punched your way through the spirits of the damned. They did, but that was only the first room. Now I got to show off my stuff and solve the puzzles of the locked door while the battle raged. Nobody wants to hear about that. It was extremely difficult. (laughs) The tumblers were phasing between two dimensions, and I had to solve it while upside down. You didn't have to solve it upside down. You just did that for effect. And it was quite dramatic. What was in the next room? My assumption was that it had once been a zoo, or perhaps a bestiary? They had elephants, spiders... Wait, elephants and spiders? That's an odd mix. You neglected to mention that all of these beasts were of tremendous size. Yeah, you could throw a saddle on one of those spiders. If they were ever tame, they'd certainly have gone feral by this point. They were not happy to see us. There was even a lizard, but like huge. I don't know the name of it. Pearl? It was a great lizard. Yeah, sure, it was great, but the actual name of it. That is what my people always called it. It makes more sense if you say it with an awe. A great lizard. (laughs) (laughs) It must lose something in translation. I'd seen them in books, but never alive. There were two. Found that out when we killed the one. The other was all, hey, what happened to my buddy? Die, die, die! (laughs) All you just came in and then slaughtered all these animals. They were trying to kill us. Because you invaded their home. Ah, I see the problem. Kid, this wasn't a peaceful grove. This was a corrupted temple. These beasts were either the descendants of abused animals or... Or what? Or creatures that had been experimented on, twisted by arcane forces into unnatural monsters. Not every story gets a happy ending, kiddo. But if it makes you feel any better, I preserved some of their essence for further rituals. Their essence? Yes. Blood, bone, ichor, even some aqueous humor. Aqueous humor? Eyeball jelly. Ugh. How is that supposed to make her feel better? Well, that they didn't die in vain. Perhaps one day their sacrifice will save a life. Or get us super high. Fendi! (laughs) What? She's a woman of the world, right? She's seen some stuff, I can tell. I apologize for my companions. Not me. I apologize for some of my companions. After a battle, we can be a bit rambunctious. Uh, 
Did you want us to stop the story? Not a chance. What was in the third chamber? Let me tell you about the lock. Uh, nobody wants to hear about the stupid lock. We opened the door. I opened the door. And saw the biggest living thing I'd ever seen. A true king of the beasts. It was a lion. No, it was an ape. The monster was a monkey? No, monkeys have tails. This was an ape. It barely fit in the room. I have no idea how it got in there. Magic. Yes, but what kind? What spell? Celestial magic from the gods. The gods? The Celestial Seven? Did we leave that part out? Uh, We discovered that this was a temple to Axo. The god of abundance. Which explained why everything was so... uh, um, Excessive? And gigantic? That battle was epic! I think I even lost an arm at one point. I found it. And I put it back on, sealed with elemental fury. That is a second year spell. Don't get fancy. We can spare her the bloody details. And for that, I am grateful. If you went to a temple of the gods and slaughtered everything living you found there, don't you risk angering them? We've discovered that for the most part, the gods ignore anything that doesn't benefit them directly. You'd need to know a very complicated summoning charm to get their attention. And luckily, I do. You do? I do. It was very difficult to come by. We needed to get... One story at a time. After all that, you still summoned Oxo? We did. And he was huge. I mean, I'm big. My people tend to be large. I've seen some titanic beings, but it was nothing compared to the god of excess. He lived up to the hype. After you explained what happened, did he grant you a boon? Did you receive his blessing? Um, no. No? We killed him. Oh, (laughs) now you're having fun with me. Kill a god. Funny. You're, you're not joking? We're not. That's our mission, our quest, our crusade. We're going to find the seven gods and kill them all. One down, six to go. Monday Matinee's Revenge of the Battle Axes is written by Kyle Olson, performed by Jess Harris, Anastasia Anthony Plum, Brooke Unverfirth, Mandy McClanahan, Kara Gallo, Puneet Bajwa, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Scott Harris. Directed by Kyle Olson, produced by Ryan Fitzpatrick, production assistance provided by Kim Butts. Recorded at Parametric Studios with John Suru of Lazy Ape Studios. Monday Matinee's Revenge of the Battle Axes is produced by Ox and Hair Entertainment. Follow us on Twitter at Ox and Hair. Check out our Facebook page or come by our website, oxandhair.com, where we've got a couple of sword-swinging ladies, a filmmaker under siege, and a group of adventurers on a doomed quest. Just not all at once. Also, we now have merchandise, so pick up a t-shirt of your favorite adventurer at oxandhair.threadless.com. Come along.